Welcome to the So Far So Rare podcast. Me and Josh are just here and have just realised the back line of Korea is all Kims. Five Kims, Kims, baby. Kim, 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 Kim and Kim. They've got one Lee. Amazing. I cannot wait to see Irish commentators deal with this. Like, I actually can't wait. They're going to, like, this is going to be like a cancel culture nightmare. They're going to be getting these names wrong all day, even though they're all the same. It's going to be incredible. Josh, welcome to the podcast. It's been a while. How are things? Thanks, mate. Uh, pleasure to be here. Thanks very much for having me on. Um, yeah, all all good, thanks. Um, I'm struggling through the Sora Sora Global Cup um, mm. as we speak with... Uh, with yeah, my obviously my global cup lineup and my international specials lineup. Do you know I'm bringing home a national series card in the super rare international special with two point eight points in total this week. You know, so, you know I felt like I should have entered a team there. I've yeah, I, I built my teams very very late notice, like I mean very late notice, and didn't play players like Nico Williams, Aziz Behich, who got a clearance off the line of his unique. Oof. Um. I didn't play Jonathan David super rare, Rafael Leao super rare. I've I've a lot. Of, I it was the midfielder that killed me. I actually didn't really have one that'll play, and based off that, I didn't put one in. But I could have snagged a free cards. What you're telling me? Yeah, I didn't have a midfielder, a super rare midfielder that was at the World Cup. The the midfielder I played is Josip Misic, who was in the Croatian national team for the Nations League, but not for the World Cup. So uh, his card was eligible to play because Opta hadn't caught up with the feeds on like the international team. So I just lobbed him in there, and yeah, along with like four blokes that didn't play and Sadag Murarami for Iran, who scored two point eight points against England. So yeah, you know, I'm getting a, a tier three custom <laughs> series. Why I'll not? take it. I'll sell it for. 64p or something and you know that'd be great <laughs> well look we'll, we'll launch right into it i suppose first up um trying to sandwich this in between games is good fun uh, but we've made it work we're going between uh it's an hour till kickoff in the uruguay south korea game so we're hoping to be done for that but straight off the bat collections inbound they're on the site already you can go in and have a look albums nicholas has been alluding to for a couple of weeks Basically, these national team series cards, there are going to be incentives. I don't know what the incentive is, really, but 26 players per team, and you can collect them all, and they'll be displayed in a wee album in your gallery. Think digital Panini stickers. Thoughts? Yeah. I, do you know, like, uh, you mentioned the benefits. I'm not sure there's going to be any benefits. It's just going to be like a cool thing, right? Just, you know, I've got the full collection of X Nation. Um, one thing which has really impressed me about this, John, you said it, is Nicholas spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, right? Hmm. normally we're used to Nicholas saying things and then six months later it's not done but this seems to have been turned around in like seemingly two to three weeks which hmm. I thought was actually really positive and you know means that um that Sora can you know do stuff semi-quickly which is always good you know I think we do get caught up a little bit in the the Sora doldrums when we're when we're waiting for for things, there you go. See? That's so rare's <laughs> mantra number three: run fast, run fast. baby. Exactly right. Yeah. So it's good to see them doing some of that. Um, and I think I think this is good. I, you know, I, I I see absolutely no negatives about this at all. I think they've done well by not auctioning these cards and rewarding them. Um, you know, one it creates. Um, you know, a, another reason for people to play SO5. You know, more people are going to want to play if um, if if you've got cards that can only be won via rewards. It creates um, genuine collectorship. You know, people will want to collect these cards to have on their on their game. Uh, you know, I was listening to Andrews last week when they were speaking about it, and uh, Black was saying he wants to get the the USA. 
Um, and those that's going to be really attainable because you know, like they went through, the Andrews went through the rewards pools, and all the USA cards are like tier twos and threes. So there's going to be literally like thousands of these USA players given out. So you know, mm. it's going to be very attainable to get a nation like that. Um, and another thing, obviously, it does is you know creates a, additional secondary market transactions. Uh, you've got more managers selling to other managers, more trades happening, etc. Which you know can only be good for the marketplace. More people trying to get the cards they want and and shift themselves about. So yeah, I, I don't really see any negatives for this. I think it's a nice it, you know it's it's a nice little gimmick almost, um, and that's sort of how I see it. I'm not a I'm not a collector heavy person. I don't play so rare to collect cards per se i play because i like the game i like fantasy football you know all those all those things um but yeah from a from a collector aspect i think this is really nice i think people will definitely try and build the sets especially if so i make it you know um aesthetically aesthetically appeasing to uh to do so um and yeah i thought i thought it was a good move nice move bit of an open goal penalty kick sort of thing for sarah to do makes a lot of sense and you know i think it can work yeah, I think it's great. I keep talking, and these are the two words I keep saying together, and because they sound lovely, and it makes me sound smart. Collectability culture, and I think mm -hmm. they have very much they are very much harnessing that here, um, and I, th I think that's really important. You know, they're making the first steps to sort of creating genuine collectability, and that might transcend these cards into normal cards, club cards, and I think not long after the World Cup, we'll probably see these albums for teams and clubs. Uh, around the world and I think that's when it gets very exciting for me I'm kind of gutted because I really want to collect I am a collector at heart you'll see some of my cards there's the wee jersey mints there's the, I always go for the older card I love this I love that I've got wee cards behind me here um, but there's no Ireland and like I'm not going to go collect bloody I don't know Spain yeah and then I'm, I'm a bit of a weirdo in terms of like I don't want to get like three of 26 I don't want to just get my favorite players so right you know, I wish you could create custom collections, and I'm sure that will come. Imagine you could make like custom collections, and like Black could make his like little dirty joke yeah, album, his, his <laughs> and comes album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I could make whatever album I want, or you could make one of like uh, Heroes of the World Cup, and you could get your Asano, and you can get your guys. You know, for who who are the heroes? And I don't know. I'm sure it's great. But if your nation isn't one of the, is it sixteen that are licensed there? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Why would I go and collect a Belgium 26? Well, you're but, not going to, are you? No, but yeah. the other side is there There becomes a bit of an opportunity potentially on trading. And, and where it comes from is if you back that there's going to be, let's say, 25 people who are diehard fans of a certain country and want to collect the diamond versions, and I'll get yes. into that now, yep. maybe you could be going in and if you win the right cards or trading the right cards, you could be playing that market because these National Series cards are going to have a random serial number from 1 to 2022. Mm -hmm. And the diamonds are the cards of 1 to 25 of. The golds are 26 to 125. Silvers are 126 to 625. And then bronze are all the rest. So there's actually different scarcities to an extent or or like shinies yep. within the the population of them mm -hmm. which is interesting will you talk for a second because my dog's barking <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i think that is interesting uh, me and um me and a few of my of my server pals were talking in discord the other day about trying to farm like get all of the one of 25 of a certain player and then hold them to ransom which i think uh sounds sounds interesting and maybe a bit um scumbaggy but uh but maybe quite fun um Obviously, that'll be difficult because uh, you know, and it'd be interesting, I think, to see how how much that 
dictates value to me you know how much extra the diamonds going to be worth from the golds and you know how and is everyone going to want like the the one-offs or is are people going to go for like 26s like so they can get the full gold set but have the first edition of the golds or whatever you know mm. um and will they go for like different different uh card colors based on kit colors you know getting like a gold brazil set for instance because mm. brazil's kit is like yellowy gold or whatever you know, so I think, yeah, I think that's all. I think it's good, I, and it will be interesting to see how the diamond differentiates from the from the additional sets, and um, yeah, how they're rewarded as well. Because, like you say, each one is so say random. So, you know, that is, I think that's going to be, if someone finishes top twenty percent and gets a bronze, and someone finishes top eighty percent and gets a diamond, like, and diamonds are worth considerably more than golds. You know, I think you could potentially see people maybe feeling a little bit aggrieved because of that. But yeah, but I feel like they've kind of put that out there from the get go. Yeah, of course. So it's like fuck you, you know. Yeah. You know, deal with it. I think because it's been there from the get go. Like before we even entered, that was the case. So you could have been mm. the guy who got the diamond for coming. I don't, or maybe they do have some sort of tiered way of of <clears throat> distributing them or, or or percentages. But I was going to say something that was quite interesting. Um. <laughs> it was around these i was thinking yes okay it, it's gonna be really interesting like the price discovery so yeah let's say as you're alluding to like how much more expensive is a diamond than a gold than a silver than a bronze let's say i win the one of mbappe the one mm -hmm. of gavi whatever it is or even just a top 25 card but particularly the one over jersey right mm -hmm. while that card has zero utility What'll happen there is you know that whoever gets that card is going to overvalue it drastically. Like, yep. they're not going to let it go for 100 quid, even though it's just a collectible. Mm -hmm. They're not going to let it go for 250 quid. It's going to be like 5 ETH, and they're just going to be like, nah, I don't care. Someone, yep. you might get you might get lucky, and it could be some idiot who doesn't have a clue what's going on. They might be like, 100 quid? I think there'll be a lot of that. You know, because there'll be a lot of, a lot of um, people who've signed up to So Rare Unexperienced for this yeah. push to play mm -hmm. the free to play game, who don't understand, I yep. don't know, who don't understand so rare, who've signed up to give the global cup a crack because it's free and play with Zidane, and all of a sudden they've had an offer hit their account for forty two quid for a card. They're like forty two quid for this digital thing. Get in my basket, yep. and then I know I'm going to get peppered with how do I get this money out, but I'll deal with that when the time comes. <laughs> but like there will be opportunities there, but I think like. If I win the one of Mbappe, he's never going anywhere ever until I yeah. get a Serenum Christian coming in and paying five eighth for it. Because yep. someone in the future might, and you have to just. I think, well, maybe it's where my head is. I'm like back that long term and hope that when the 2026 World Cup comes around, so rare is booming, collectability is a real thing. Some crazy French bloke wants this Mbappe. I don't know. It's just going to be really, really interesting to see how they're priced with no utility. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, DPD man really is yeah they're hitting us both Apologies. my dog went mad there so <laughs> we yeah the, the, the collections coming in interesting great I, I don't have much else to say yeah, great. to you mm -hmm. it'll nope. be but I mean it's going to be coming thick and fast like they are going to start to fill up now very quickly because as of we're recording this on Thursday as of tomorrow you'd like to think these national team cards will be in existence and trade yeah, will should start be. so like by the time this podcast goes out it, it'll have started um, and as you say, that turnaround is quite impressive, quite quite exciting. Um, so if you're watching this on YouTube, drop here's one, jo Josh. You know what? 
I have something to say. And you see if these people skip 30 seconds, don't you dare. If you're if you're on YouTube, don't skip 10. If you're on podcast, don't skip 30. You know what I haven't asked for for a long time? A little shout out for the podcast. A little a little review. Go go and share it. I'm not going to lie. Numbers are pretty stagnant and so rare is growing. So people don't know about us. Go out and say, so far so rare is where you need to be each week. I love you forever. Please do it on Twitter, wherever else. Share the podcast. I haven't said that in a long time, but geez, I'm going full time soon. I need this bitch to grow. Um... <laughs> All right, Josh, I've, I've had my rant. So, collection's coming. 150 XP as opposed to 100 XP on, on baseball. We're going to talk a little bit about baseball and basketball, but there'll be two-minute jobs just to get them bashed out. We're football guys here. Basically, they came out and said 100 XP for training players, or they didn't even get trained, for just having baseball players in the off-season. In the off-season, yeah. And everyone kind of went, 100 XP isn't enough. So they came back and said, we'll give you 150. They listened. Yep. Good, bad, indifferent. Um, I'd find I find it difficult to comment on this with too much, like insight, because I don't play the baseball version of the game, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know anything about baseball. Um, I don't know how the training works in baseball or you don't what tra- XP there, there isn't even does. Okay, cool, great. So, mm-hmm. but I think the premise that they've listened to the community feedback that they didn't feel the XP was enough and increased it is 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 a good thing, right? You know, li- listening to community feedback, as long as you think it's constructive and it's not just people being greedy, wanting more stuff for their cards, um, then that seems good. And again, I don't really know how much 100 XP is in baseball, but it doesn't seem like a huge jump up. It seems like, you know, we're going to give you 50% extra um, and this seems fine. Uh, having said that, like I say, I'm, I'm, I don't know how the XP works, but um, yeah, on the premise of it, on the on the face of it, listening to the community and and increasing it in line with what the community feels viable seems like a good thing to do. Yeah, just wanted to give it a shout. And there's two quick things for NBA that need a shout. They've brought in specials. I think it might be like Eastern and Western Conference. I'm yep, seeing a lot sense. of guys who I know who are into football dabbling more in <laughs> NBA than they ever did in MLB. Um, now. I'm still finding it tough because I think it is very much a game for the nerds in terms of you really need to be on the pulse in terms of like you're getting your players that have points cap and points cap and stuff. But if you've guys who are worth a zero who are going to start because a guy's injured, you really need to have the finger on the pulse with injuries, rotations, what's happening, blah, blah, blah. I kind of just want the division I can spam in my big boys. And I know that's maybe a bit much to ask, but um it, it kind of I got excited when the NBA came out and then I realized I don't have the time for this so that's yep. why I've kind of took a back seat but um they've got specials which is nice just to see that filtering into the NBA it's at that stage in the life cycle of that product that specials are becoming a thing I just thought that was worth a shout and they've also brought in beginner comps which sounds kind of like the NBA equivalent of an academy I think I mean they, they yep. obviously get a lot more commons over there than people did in football to start I believe I just remember yes. it's open and an open yep. and an open and an open and then there's daily drops and then there's swaps and but now you've got these beginner competitions and if you complete beginner one you're going to get beginner two and all that I'm sure there's great basketball content out there for people who are looking more about that I just wanted to kind of shout them out in, in the wider so rare space because we're also football focused at the minute but there is another two products that exist anything on that Josh or do you not care um, I, I'm quite a big fan of basketball. I also, I haven't spent a penny on it um, because of the reasons you mentioned. You know, I, I'm very much into the football aspect of the game and I run a business full-time as well. So when I looked at the gameplay model, I actually think the gameplay model for basketball is better than football. Um, but I just don't have the time to participate in it to my 
full ability or you know to, to get the most out of it basically so i decided not to not to pursue it um but i think the the specials the east and west conference specials sound great makes perfect sense you know they're two split divisions in real world life why not do them in in Surrey as well absolutely sounds sounds good um and yeah i think the you know the the improvements they made with basketball trying to get more progression into the game trying to make it more of a level leveler playing field you know time versus money um that sort of aspect i think has been really good and these additional you know academy tournaments i think is probably another good step in that direction as well yeah no, i think i think it's all good moves i think everyone seems very happy with the nba product so yeah. kind of watch them from afar you know if there's if there's controversy you can be sure i'll be ranting about it and if something amazing happens i'll say about it but all the kind of week to week stuff i won't be commenting on too much personally because i'm just so laser focused on the football but that that's kind of about it for the mlb and basketball for the week back to football for another 45 oh, minutes so um <laughs> right couple of bits of controversy if you will they did this thing and they dropped it on the 18th which was a day or two two days before the world cup kicked off the bonus common card giveaway where as a final surprise oh surprises are always great ahead of the global cup match day one kickoff on sunday if you invite or have invited a friend between november the 10th and 25th and they create their so rare account to play the global cup you'll win a bonus nine point common card which you can use from match day three onwards here's the rules blah 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 small print uh don't multi-account you agents and that's about it what was your take on this um first of all i think the desired it had the desired effect that sarah wanted it to have when they announced this i'm pretty sure there was like 290k circa 290k entrance we ended on 425 you're i'm not having that if they didn't announce this you wouldn't i don't think you'd have broke 400k basically so i think the the desired effect of wanting to pump the effect was they wanted to pump more users into the competition um i think they probably aimed for half a million you you know half a million entrants in the first global cup week and they realized they were going to come up quite a way short from that and wanted to you know put something in place to try and get as high as possible and i think 45 for a free play competition when you normally get you know four times less in casual each week in football is is probably a pretty good effort um what the general community outcry is that this was bad, right? And I, I think I agree. Um, I, it, it encourages multi-accounting, like number one, you know, set one up in your mum, your dad's, your dog's, your sister's name, whatever, and and you get yourself a, a, a free card. Um, and then why not play with that additional account as well and give yourself two two bites at the three top prize per week? Um, so you know, I'm not I'm not really about anything that encourages multi-accounting. Um, even though obviously, so rare right in their season sees it's strictly forbidden. Um, you know, you're going to have people that are going to have done it. Basically, uh, uh, the second thing is is that it you know for it it um, disables that level playing field for someone that doesn't have someone to refer to and doesn't want to break T's and C's by multi-accounting. They can't get the nine point card on match day three. Whereas anyone that does can and you know people might say well you can get some friends or whatever and yeah that's all that's all very well enough and also some people might just not be bothered you know i just i didn't i haven't got the the extra nine point card because i didn't share my link I, you know i just was playing the thing if people ask me about it i just say oh yeah head over to so rare or come to your channel to find out what it's about or quinny's channel or whatever um because you guys do some good tutorial videos and how to get started and stuff um <laughs> but um and then you know and and just go from there so i think 
I think it was bad for those two reasons, you know, it encourages people to create additional accounts to, to gain the benefit. And then those that aren't willing to do that and don't have the means to get the additional benefit are left at a disadvantage. And I think it is a severe disadvantage if you want to win the thing. You know, if we see someone win who hasn't got the nine point card after match day three or up to match day three, I'll be pretty surprised because match day three is when the teams that are already through will rotate their squads the, the most. So this is going to leave behind quite a lot of players that have picked five studs for match days one and two that then in match day three will probably be hit by a DMP. You know, the the additional nine points is basically like a DMP um, save, isn't it? You know, you can pick yeah. someone that, you know, is pretty much, if you can use it for match day three, you're going to get to select it on match day three. You're going to know who's going to play pretty much choose the first two games or, you know, you're going to have a good idea. Um, so yeah, I'd be surprised if the the overall winner of the competition or match day three didn't have access to that additional nine point card. So disables the level playing field a little bit and encourages multi account to some degree. Um, were my two negatives and positives. Obviously, increases entrance, which is is good for so rare, but not good for existing players who want to win because there's more competition. When I, I agree with everything you said, I don't know where to begin because there's so many things to talk about it. Right, so. From so rare's perspective, I don't think they believe for a minute they'll get a lot of high value sign ups or like high value in terms of engagement, in terms of love for the game, in terms of depositing with this method. For me, doing this and upsetting the kind of balance of the game, and I think the beauty of this game was that it was free to play and everyone was an eleven play, level playing field. Yeah. And they can be little it and they can say, oh, it's just a nine point card and actually three. It won't really matter. It matters. It fucking mm, matters. Definitely. I, I hated it on the face of it. I was like, this is absolute fucking bollocks. You're moving the goalposts with 36 hours to go until the deadline. You're changing the game and you're putting pressure on people to sign people up. Now, will through that campaign a few people sign up who end up sticking around and loving the platform? Of course they will. You know, there's enough people signing up, but what will the majority be? I would wager that a lot of it is, you know, the old, ah, oh, babe sign up there will you i need yeah. to get my free card and then someone's playing two accounts that's going to be happening like fuck and people are going to be winning these national series cards a lot and i think they are going to have they talk about workforce they talk about workload they talk about logistical issues in terms of actually making things happen because of the amount of them there physically are if you want to truly police those multi-accounting rules good luck because i tell you what you see once yeah, these hundred thousand national series cards are pinged out each week and they've been won by um Mr. Fucking Davis and Mrs. Davis, who live in the same house, and he wants to pull it, put them in the same arm in the same account, and people don't really know the crack. And the the multi accounting that will go on because of this is obscene. Side note: self centered. Not many people care about this. I'm an affiliate. I can't use a refer a friend link. I can't do it. Right. Neither can other affiliates. Affiliates straight off the bat. I sort of said like, look, without sounding like an asshole. I'm signing up a lot of people here. You should just airdrop me a common because I want I want this as much as anyone. I want the story. I want the vlog of going to play with Zidane. I want to win. Um, if I win limited cards, I'm giving them away. I want to win. I, I want to win as much as I can. Um, and I don't think, like, oh, yeah, maybe you can, maybe you can't. Bottom line is, affiliates are told they can't use the refer a friend link. And I don't really know why. Anyway, affiliates can't take part in it either. So I just didn't like it. I just didn't like it, and I get it, and I think why they've probably done it is, again, maybe going for that Series C or whatever it is, funding, and like trying to bump up numbers and half a million entrants and this and that, but it's all yeah. bollocks. It's bollocks numbers, in my opinion, because, and I don't know how they police it, and I don't know, 
I'm sure, as I say, I'm sure there are a lot of people who genuinely text their mates and WhatsApp groups and said, "Lads, sign up to this and play this game." You know, I'll get a, free, I'll get a free this and da da da. It just, but I don't know. I don't like it. It took away from like the purity of it, and it took away from like the, this is our global cup that's free to play, and we're all on the level playing field, and anyone can win because mm-hmm. that's been a big thing with so rare. You always tell people, "Come on, get involved. Can I really play with fifty quid, John?" yeah can i actually get started with 20 quid you can you know there's the kickoff you can pick a couple of rogue shouts and blah 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 this was like the first time i've said with pride like you can't beat me like you actually can beat me i can't use my mbappes and hands against you and if i can you can use them too it was a pure like this is pure so rare level playing field and it's a small thing and yes anyone can refer someone everyone's still level playing field but i don't know it just annoys me the fact that there's some people who are going to get airdrop this bonus common and there's other that others that aren't when we're all playing the same competition for the same amazing prizes i didn't like it but again if it gets a hundred thousand people a hundred thousand more teams in maybe that's a positive a net positive i don't know yeah I, it, they've done it for their for their headline poster, right? You know, we got, you know, probably like when you say preaching to investors, how many how many players have you got playing the game? Well, match day one Global Cup, four hundred twenty plus thousand. You know, those sorts of things. Sounds a lot more impressive than two hundred ninety thousand, mm-hmm. which is still impressive. Um, so yeah, no, I completely agree with what you said. I, you know, it did it. You know, ruin the the equilibrium of the level playing field that we had, and for me, that's a shame because. Otherwise, it was a very positive week. Very exciting week. Still is. I mean, this isn't necessarily to rant and be grumpy and taint the whole week. It's been an outstanding week. I've had a really fun week. I think on So Rare, I think the community, I think the numbers of views on videos I've noticed, massive spikes. I think the engagement from the community and maybe the wider community, wider football and world. I've had a lot of people from the FPL world, the the, kind of official FPL or like fantasy game is a shit show. I mean, it is bad like they're changing rules they're not scoring correctly the rules were ambiguous it's an absolute shocking shit game and a lot of fpl accounts are trying the so rare thing for the first time so if they kind of nail the gameplay you know you could get a whole new demographic involved um so i think it's been a very very positive week but like this was something that kind of this was the one thing of the week that so rare did that i was like fucking hell i don't like that yeah no i agree but it leads me on to the next point that was very much for them it seemed like marketing on and that isn't necessarily the marketing we like we're talking about from so rare um but that is a a way of marketing giving away these free cards that mean nothing to them yeah and pushing people to sign people up but we've seen sort of more marketing efforts from them um they said it would happen i think what i've seen recently a few times is when I go on to Google to search certain things or players or whatever it is, yeah, at the top of the page you'll see so rare. So they're really like targeting really specific searches. Yeah, I think you know that's. I think that's good. If you if you stick someone's name into Google to find out more information about him, you know, I think Google search has always been like the top. It's like a top lead driver in my industry. Um, so I'm a I work in I'm a financial advisor essentially a mortgage advisor um, and in my industry it's like lots of the marketing people that I speak to are like right well you know if someone types in mortgage advisor who comes up first and you know, on Google so I think you know if they can get to the top of that sort of search that generally is a big plus from from marketing mm-hmm. perspective um, what else have they been doing marketing wise I haven't I don't think I've seen too oh I've seen YouTube stuff 
I've seen you, yeah. your little face pop up. Have on you YouTube, on uh, on on YouTube vids? Well, I, I was watching like I don't even think it was server related video. I was watching like a bunch of I think it was a bunch of amateurs for people that haven't um, seen that. I'll give them a quick plug. Absolutely brilliant bunch series. Of amateurs. Yeah, it's uh, it follows it's um, it follows Dorking Wanderers. They're a non league football team in a in a, in the UK. Um, oh. They play in the National League now, but it follows them from the National League South. Um, but yeah, so I was watching an episode of an episode of that. It's a bit like. Um, you know, like uh, what's the all big or ones? Nothing. The all or nothings, yeah. But like but on a like non league, on, on non league, yeah. So it's it's good fun. It's Lads went in hungover, or are they higher level than that? They're they're slightly yeah. higher level than that. Um, it's a lot less PC than all or nothing. It's uh, okay. it's good fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was I was watching one of those, and yeah, your your mug popped up, and I was like, wow, this is a uh, this is cool. And yeah, you were explaining like how Surrey worked in the ad and stuff, and I I thought that was great. Um, yeah. So that that's the thing. So like they're marketing on like i've seen searches coming up i've seen them leveraging a few people i've seen them work with pretty big influencers i've seen your man is it hashtag fc guy what's his name oh spencer, is it spencer or harry yeah one of them guys i've seen them work with i also seen a clip yesterday of one of the side men who's a brand deal was so rare okay is w2s is that a name of a side man Possibly. I, I don't follow. I can't say I'm particularly au okay with who the Sidemen are, to be honest. Yeah, it is actually. Okay, I got that right. Wow. W2S, a.k.a. Harry Lewis, is a okay. Sideman. Um, his YouTube has 16.3 million subscribers. And I don't know where he put the video That's out. It might have been TikTok or whatever. I don't, I don't have a clue. But I seen something of him saying... He was basically joking about like ah I I'd never I'm not just starting again I th I don't know if he cleared his socials or something but he was like I'm not just backed for another brand deal but before I get into it so rare it was kind of like a joke he was making so right. so rare I've obviously hit him with a fat brand deal so that's marketing um but on that ad you seen of me right I actually got that message a lot so what happened was so rare as part of their marketing and I know they've done this with more than one content creator in the space so I, they've done it with me i think I've, I've seen i've seen fiago's ones and there are others i'm sure across different languages and maybe others in the english-speaking world but obviously yep. we were all making a lot of us were making onboarding content like i made mm -hmm. tiktoks and youtube shorts and even just longer form stuff and whatever that was going out particularly on shorts and tiktok though of like you won't believe the top prize in this free-to-play fantasy game you can play five aside with zidane crazy da -da -da, bah, bah, bah. sign up link in bio and like those things convert well you know yep. so what's so rare part of their marketing did was they lent into that and they just instead of creating their own ads which i'm sure they did as well they've pumped paid spend into promoting community content creators ads which is kind of win-win because it means I'll get the link yep. sign-ups and they get the sign-ups as well. Mm -hmm. So they've done that, but I've got a lot of messages because I know like the TikTok ones, they must have put... I don't know how much they put in, but there was a lot of views. So um, a lot of people have seen this mug shouting at them about so rare recently and I'm getting a lot of messages from friends and family and That's acquaintances. Good. So I think that was a pretty big marketing push, but all that to say... I think marketing truly is on right now. We've been talking for a long time. Oh, next season we'll be putting, we'll turn on the tap. We've never done marketing. We haven't leveraged half of the stuff we have. Kind of feels like they are now. Yeah, no, I agree. I uh, thought, um, 
I, th- I think all the billboard stuff for the games is really good as well. You know, I think mm-hmm. that uh, that Salah goal where he's was it against City and it just so rare popped brilliant. up on the Perfect on the billboard. Timing. That was just fantastic, and like that's in all like the Sky Sports clips and stuff as well. Like you know, and yeah. I think that stuff's all really good as well. You know, promotes subconscious behaviour from from people watching football, which are you know you want football fans to play this game really. You know, um, so you know, I, I think that's all good, and I, yeah, I think. I think it's long overdue the marketing push. To be honest, I think we could have maybe seen it six months ago, um, but I, you know, I can't really, I can't really fault how they're executing it currently. I think you know, like I say, at the live games and then targeting the, you know, the, the people that use tech, you know, people that are on YouTube, people that are on Google, um, those sorts of people that I think you're quite likely to convert into Surrey if they're football fans, basically. I seen this clip of a kid from Chelsea who is absolutely insane. And I'm trying to find him, and I can't, because I don't know if he plays under 21s, under 23s, under 19s. Is it that goal he scored from, like, 35 yards? Don't think so. I seen He he just looked like prime Ronaldinho. He was (laughs) jumping all over the ball and acting like a madman. It's Hughes. He plays in the right wing. Is this guy Hughes? Let me see. Brody Hughes? Maybe not. Never heard of him. Yeah, I don't think it's him. Um, give me one more second. I might find him here, and if I don't, we're moving on. Forget his name. It was like Double Barrel or something, though. I think he was number seven. I can't remember. For some Chelsea youth team. And he was insane. But anyway, I was watching this highlight reel of him. And on the billboards on the side, I seen so rare. And I was so confused because it was obviously like a Chelsea youth team playing against... Um. It could have been Tottenham, Southampton. It was like a Premier League version of right. the age group. I don't follow it at all. Premier League 2 or whatever it is. But it could be Premier League 2. could probably won't find him now. But anyway, I was like, oh, they're promoting so rare here. Isn't that suspicious? You know? Or like, right. in the, not, not in the marketing sense, more in like a... Will they be involved in the game sort of thing? How'd they get this license? Or yeah. who's this license? Who have they paid here? Because it was a Chelsea team. So I don't know, yeah. I was a bit confused as to how that all worked, but yeah, so rare was on the billboards of this underage Chelsea game. Maybe that's a, a foreshadowing of what's to come. Maybe. I have second heard, divisions. I haven't heard when Prem in a while, because we're also distracted with the Global Cup. I think we all just are thinking it's like, it's a done deal now, right? It's nailed. It's, it's not so much like, well, it is still when Prem, but yeah. it's people aren't being like when are they going to sign the prem because mm. people are thinking like that's it i think the prem the prem deal is obviously huge huge for so i think they just need to execute it properly you know post world cup get it in when the ma- like two or three weeks before the matches are in fact you can't even do two or three weeks before the matches are coming back can you because they play on boxing day mm. so i uh, you know world cup final maybe get that out of the way and then and then smash the prem launch down would probably be my my tactic but yeah I'd... when prem indeed let's get when it prem. yeah look i'm sure it'll come but just very excited to see um very very excited to see this marketing happening um yeah and again it could just be global cup but to give people a rough idea i suppose from the, the inside of like a youtuber right maybe people don't give a shit about this but i do get people messaging me sometimes whenever we have little booms and busts of people being like are you no- noticing much in the videos or whatever um if we have a look at my content which is either a terrible gauge or a decent gauge recently, it, just in terms of view counts I, on like longer form content that I've pushed out. Like, 
the previous ones of like K League youngsters game week previews, how much I won this month, blah blah blah. You're talking like two thousand views, maybe three thousand at a push. But my last four Global Cup videos have all done like north of seven K. One of them's touching ten. And I know that's maybe a Global Cup thing where a lot of people are like, what's going on for this Global Cup? But like, there's definitely more views coming into the so rare world. My live streams now when I do them on this channel are north of 200 people touching 300 yeah. sometimes, which is staggering for so rare content. My my end anyway, I don't know how many numbers other people get. But like, I used to stream open and rewards to 50 people. It's like, it's different. So, I don't know. If that's a gauge, there's definitely a bit more interest in this space for the World Cup. Um, yep. which is maybe surprising because the Global Cup isn't quite a it isn't the most interactive game it's a sign in once every three or four days isn't it yeah I think that I think that's something that I'm really missing like the you know I'm, I'm always on so rare because I just have a tab open on my PC in case I want to move on something or get some news about someone I want to buy them or whatever but I don't I'm not interacting with the game as much as I was hmm. you know in, in regular season football which um, I think it's just indicative of the, the match days and the World Cup and stuff this was always going to be a big gap for you, though, because you're predominantly yes. winter break type countries, aren't you? Challenger Europe. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, this, I think when I was sort of planning, I think last season I was like, I'll stick with all these long winter break players because next year everyone's going to have a winter break, you know, because the World Cup is on in the winter. And I sort of thought, like, it wouldn't be as bad, you know, it's not going to be as bad. <laughs> everyone's going to have a winter break, so no one will be able to play when my guys are off. But actually, it's just worse. Like, uh, the teams have just finished earlier and they're coming back at the same time. So, you know, the winter break is even longer this year. Um, so I did I did some some jiggery, a little bit of jiggery pokery. Um, I noticed Celtic are playing a lot, so I bought in a super rare camera cutter because... So I can run like a full... A super rare Cameron Carter Vickers. Are you off your nut? Yeah, I got him from Powell. Nice trade. Mate, that's like a beast. Is um, he doing as well this season? No, not really. Which is, I think, why I've been able to get him. But um, he hasn't really had like a, a stable defensive partnership. You know, last season, him and Starfelt started like 30 of the SPFL games together, I think, mm. is the stat. And then this season, like, Starfelt's been injured. Uh, Jens has played a bit. Welsh has played a bit. Um, and then stuff else like just coming back. So, uh, so yeah, I think I think second half of the season, I'm hoping he can sort of get back to where he was, like back end of last season, middle of last season, sort of thing. Um, and then I've got the super Callum McGregor as well. So for like these games, just having a look now, um, I don't know if Carter Vickers will be back from the World Cup in time for the 17th of December, or if that game's even going to be scored, because um, that was the list, one list of games that might be affected, so I said, by the match day changes. But then 21st of December, they've got a game. 24th of December, they've got a game. 28th of December, they've got a game. And then the 2nd of January and the 7th of January, they've got a game. So very, very active festive period for Celtic, and I've got like a full team stack I can run in in rare pro for that for those games um and yeah so which is nice and then the eredivisie is back uh very soon after that like the 18th i think they're back um so i'll get all my ax players back for for that game week anyway is that in january um, yeah let me have a quick look let me oh, just check the date it's gonna be a slow few weeks now i have a bet going on a few premier league players as well like kulisevsky and bruno gamares and yeah exactly so those guys will all play boxing day obviously and then new year's day or new year's eve um Oh, it's actually the 8th, the 8th of January that the Eredivisie is back, so it's even better for me. Brilliant. So yeah, although I've lost all my Zenit players, all my Dynamo Zagra players, all my Salzburg players, I'm just more reliant on... I've put out less teams, basically, and just be more reliant on Celtic and Ajax and the, the other players I have in the Eredivisie, Unestall and Proper and 
those types of guys, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, it just sort of means less teams for me, but I don't think it. Well, obviously, it does dilute the quality a little bit because I haven't got Malcolm and Douglas Santos smashing hundred every week, but mm. um, you know, neither does anyone else. So, um, so yeah, I'd, uh, it is going to be bad. Don't get me wrong; I'm not looking forward to it until March, but um, I think I'll struggle through. Yeah, I actually might go under the the Sarada. Uh, what is it? The lineup builder. You can go ahead miles ahead. I don't know. You can't go past match day seven at the minute, unfortunately. Oh, Laird, not. get that sorted. Get that yeah, sorted, Laird. Laird. Get on that. I yeah, because I want oh, to be able yeah, to do match day seven. Because I was going to go and check how I'm looking for Boxing Day. I'm sure they'll get on it though. They're very responsive. And speaking of so rare data, they're the they bring this show to you. They're the sponsors, the sole sponsor of so rare, so far so rare. That was like the worst blog ever, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so rare data. You all know it's amazing by now. If you want to give it a crack, use the link below this video or audio that you're listening to. Um, you can try their top tier for two weeks for free, and you'll help me out big time if you use that link or use the code just John Nellis, my name as your referral code. That also counts if you decide to level up your membership from free to paid or paid to more paid. Josh, do you use so rare data? If so, sell it to us. Yeah, I use. I think if you're playing Sorare and not using Sorare data, like I don't really know what you're doing. Um, I I don't actually know too much about like the unpaid version. Um, but I when are they bringing out this legendary one? Isn't that the next step up? Yeah, we need the that's, step up. That's the one I want to get. You know, the star tier has been great, but when they bring out the legendary, that's the one I'll be going for. Um, you can probably tell from from me speaking about that. Yeah, I think the site is brilliant to be honest. Um, and yeah, genuinely, if you're if you're playing Sorare and you're not using Sorare data, I would. And I would recommend you have the start here, to be honest, just because the um, yeah, the additional features, the lineup builder, the you know the analytics you get from your gallery as well, um, only available in the start here, I believe. Actually, I think the additional analytics are available more broadly. But anyway, absolutely brilliant um site, and yeah, I, I would I would highly recommend people have it. Basically, it's a great tool. You're behind you're behind the power curve if you're not using Sora Data. A hundred percent. I mean, it, look, it obviously depends on the size of your gallery. If you're coming in playing with twenty quid, you're not going to pay for the star. Um, but even yeah. you can sign up for free. It, it's not all paid. You can sign up, try the star for free for two weeks, and then revert back to rookie and just use the site for free if you wish. You won't get every single feature. But whenever you're exposed and play it as actively as we do, Josh, it's obviously imperative that you've star, um, because if you don't have it, other people will and have an edge on you. It's more a case of staying like the data is all on so rare data, and if you aren't using it, the people you're competing against are. So it's as simple yep. as that. So rare data, link in the description or code John Nellis. Thank you. Uh, and thanks to them for sponsoring the, the podcast. It might have wound up if they didn't. So if you enjoy this, thanks to So Rare Data. Right. Um the rewards this week are something I wanted to talk about. They've probably communicated this unofficially through a little Dan message in a Discord general chat. But I'm kind of wondering now, and we're recording this on Thursday, so this is kind of maybe crap listening for people tomorrow because it'll already have been solved or, or, or we know the answer. But I'm already wondering, tonight this game week ends and the next game week starts yes. tomorrow morning at 9am, I believe, because the first game's at 10, that's UK time we're talking. Yep. Correct. How are they going to dish out rewards? Whatever about the like actual cards that people win because people don't mind getting... Well, people... People might want them for match day two in terms of like if you win a limited whatever, you might want to pop him into your international special. But that's not typically how game week works on so rare. We're kind of accustomed to 
winning rewards from the midweek and not being able to use them at the weekend because we get them on the day that the game week's already commenced. So what I'm saying is we wouldn't feel as aggrieved about that. But for the gameplay and progression of this Global Cup, it feels like people will want the commons very, very snappy to put into their match day two teams in the Global Cup. But where the problem comes is if the match day doesn't wind up till 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, and it, it's less than a 12 hour turnaround to the start of the next match day, how are they yep. going to distribute these rewards? And even if they do, there is a high chance that a large percentage of the people who get these rewards will be sleeping. So it's a very, yep. very tight window for anyone to receive a reward, open a reward, and set a new team, is my point. So maybe mm -hmm. the cards we win from match day one, we can't actually use them till match day three. I'm just going to be really interested to see how efficient and how good their site is and how quickly they turn this around. Because the ideal situation is full-time whistle, give it half an hour for the data to all trickle through or whatever it is, an hour, and then it's like common cards dropped <coughs> at the least and the rest can follow tomorrow, but get those in. Or maybe it is just a case that maybe they've put it in a Medium document somewhere that... We well, I can these. tell you now, John, they haven't put it in the Medium document somewhere, as far as I can see, because I'm, I'm looking at it. Um, the only thing they mention about the Commons um, in the Medium is they say National Series Common Cards help managers strip from their Global Cup cards as they progress through the tournament. No matter where you place, you're guaranteed a new National Series Common Card, and these cards can only be won in the Global Cup tournament. Josh! Hello? I am not shitting you. They've put out something in official support. I'm going to show people my watch. What? What, well, like right now? Right now. 12.47. If you're listening, you can just believe me. It's 12.47, right? And at 12.45, they posted in the Discord. It was Dan. It was an old dodgy Dan message. I called it. Dan says, we're aiming to deliver your match day one rewards tonight. We will start the rewards process as soon as the Brazil-Serbia game finishes. We have a checklist in place to ensure that everything goes as smoothly as impossible as possible, including double-checking there are no duplicate rewards. Boom. Removing injured players. Go on, so rare. Updating the tiebreaker rankings. Quapam. Double-check that we're rewarding random serial numbers and much more. We're also going to make a final pass to the leaderboard and remove any multi-accounts or deleted accounts from the leaderboard. Gets better. In terms of scale... This is much better. This is much. This is a much bigger game week match than usual, so we want to manage expectations. There's a lot of spinning plates, but our goal remains to send the rewards ahead of match day two. Okay, so what we've mm. got here is they're saying all the things we wanted to hear them say. They're all the things that should happen anyway, but the fact that they're saying them makes us know that, okay, they're thinking of it, even though it's obvious they're thinking about it, because if they weren't, what are they doing? But anyway, they say all the things we want to hear, but it finishes with... Uh, Manage expectations, lots of spinning plates, but our goal is to send them ahead of match day two. So no guarantee. Um, that makes me feel yeah. like it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that makes me feel like they're going to do it at like 7am. Mm. No, like when they get into the office 9am tomorrow and we're going to have like an hour to stick our commons in. Yeah, that... Um, I think that's a really, <laughs> I think that's a really positive message. Obviously, to say that they're going to get it done before match day two, it, it does not give me much confidence that there's going to be much of a turnaround time. And like, um, I was speaking to Sean at PSU fans uh, two this morning, and he's like, to like, if he wanted to be up on the match day deadline, he's got to be up at half past three in the morning. So if they drop these like any time between, like. 
4 a.m. GMT to 9 a.m. GMT. That's like when Eastern Com- East East Coast America is asleep. So yeah. Um, so yeah, this is. Yeah, I think this is going to be tricky for them to please everyone and keep it fair. Yeah. It was it was um, always going to be a bit tough, like wasn't it? Um, look, yeah. they're on it. At least they're trying, and if it's out before, yeah, yeah. it's out before. Absolutely. At least we know, like they're, they're. At least they've communicated it to us. So look, mm. what are the chances? That's great. We got to react to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, look. Let, let's hope they're out in time. I'll probably check set a wee alarm for eight fifty five tomorrow morning just to make sure because I'm not normally a pre nine a.m. riser. Now that I'm going full time content, baby, I wake up when I want. Wow. <laughs> There's me up at 5am every morning. That's it. Well, I have to work late. I stream in the evenings. You know, I'm streaming post-Brazil. I've got two streams to do after that Brazil game tonight. Oh, wow. Hustling into the evening, you know. But anyway, so the reward turnaround has been addressed. Um, I think the last thing I wanted to just discuss were a couple of questions that were pinged at us. Uh, And then we've got 10 minutes until kickoff of the Uruguay-Korea game. South Korea game. So first up, Marco Sullivan, great guest to have on. 430k entries into the Global Cup. Does this make it a success or failure? Um, thanks, Mark, for the kind words about the guest. Much appreciated. Um, I'm going to say success. I think, I think they were aiming for 500k, so I think they'll probably see it as like a. You're a pulling mini that game. out of your arse, though. Well, I'm. Yeah, you're right. I am. But I think that's probably like what, <laughs> like I think that's the addition of why they added the 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 surprise common card for match day three. Like they wanted to get higher entries. You think that wasn't planned? No, I do not think that was planned. You think that was a a reaction to a disappointment? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um. But I yeah, like I said, I think when we were discussing it earlier, it's like it's four times the norm, like an amount you get on a regular casual game week. I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think I think, it's, and not just that, but I think the 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 international specials they've put on are, are good. You know, the rare, super rare, unique, limited, whatever. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's been a success. I think it's it's a inconvenience for so rare to have to accommodate a World Cup due to how they like to run game weeks and match days and how the game works. Um, and I think they've probably they've done the best out of it that they could in terms of the gameplay. So yeah, I'm pleased with that, and I think it's been a success. I um, I think 430k is a win. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a win. Uh, without getting into the nitty gritty, yeah, I think that's a success. I think if you told us beforehand we get a 430k entrance in its first year, not, I know what I know. It's going to be yeah. four years to the global cup. You know what I mean? Like in in its first mass free-to-play push if you will i i I like it you know there's nothing to say this isn't like this is a longer form contest what's to say they can't do longer form free-to-play contests for leagues or for champions leagues in the future you were speaking earlier about getting some of the fpl demographic over i it seems like a penalty kick for sir to me on board the premier league introduce league specific let's just hope alfonso davies isn't taking it (laughs) introduce league specific you know free to play leagues basically a fancy premier league and then just make the prizes better than what you get on fpl right and the gameplay experience better than what you get on fpl and you know there's if you do that there's no reason for fpl managers to play fpl you know all the reasons to play so and um 
you know, a, a few of those guys, you'll convert into paid customer. As the tournament goes on, how many entrants do you predict will still be entering by the World Cup final? 430k, because they've said they're rolling teams over. Yeah, true. How many will yeah. actively be playing, though? Impossible. Yeah, no I'll idea. be playing regardless, because, I mean, on any one match day, and when you get to draft yeah. all these new players, you know, you, I want to clean up on the these. Top prize. Exactly. So, um, if people have a people should be playing every week, but obviously people will enter this because of a bit of peer pressure from their mate because their mate wants a free card and they lose interest when they don't win anything in the first week. And yeah, agreed. People who entered Leroy Sane are gone. Yeah, they're dust, aren't they? Um who else who else is that probably Did you see like my Sane lineup? Lucas Hernandez. I did see your Sane lineup. Uh yeah, that that is rough. It's <laughs> It's sick, man. I mean, look, whatever. Vinicius Jr. apparently rumoured maybe not going to play or start, right? Which is mad because he's so good. But, like, Jude Bellingham, Hakimi, and Thibaut Courtois, between them with bonuses and blah, 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 between the three of them have 332 points with Leroy Sané and Vinicius Jr. to go. Like. Yeah, I think um, I think Vinicius is starting tonight from the leaked squad I saw. Okay, well, then, if Vinicius starts tonight, like, I'm still sitting on a. You'll get something, won't you? I think I'm still sitting well, still on a, pretty good. To be I'm fair. still sat on a tier two with Vinicius to go, so mm. I could end up with a tier two or tier one card with Sane DMP. Yeah, that's, that's man. Really isn't rough. that sick? That that's that's <laughs> actually making me feel a bit queasy. That's grim. Anyway, I was thinking I could do something funny, like not shave my hair or not not cut my hair until I win a, an SO five tournament. I could be waiting a while. <laughs> <laughs> what's your hair like when it goes long john i, I just know? get like coconut so it kind of bumps out just buffons a bit you know yeah, yeah. it do, it just kind of goes wide um anyway right yeah yeah so, I, I maybe wouldn't do that mate to be honest I it's quite not. hard to win it's quite I was hard thinking to go win. on full-blown wasn't it huddleston did that yeah he did it from when he scored last didn't he tom huddleston yeah he did it where he yeah. wouldn't shave his hair until, his, he until he scored and then scored he scored a mm. yeah um Okay, last question from Mark. What could So Rare have done better? Uh, not had the refer a friend for a nine-point card thing, I think, mm. would have been good. Um, yeah, I agree. I'm not um, sure too much more than that, to be honest. What could they have done better? One thing they might have done better, although I see both say Okay, two things they could have done better if you really want me to critique it, right? I think they could have leveraged player access and players to make content about the Global Cup and got players doing fun challenges around the Global Cup, picking Global Cup teams, blah, blah, blah. They could have made, like, really fun content with... A bit like with um, when they do the FIFA card reveals and Ultimate Team. you got all the players hustling about. and vibe. Yeah, that sort of vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like that. But you kind of play around L15 averages and stuff as opposed to pace. Anyway... Yeah. That, that's one thing, but I think that's something they could just do better in general, more mm -hmm. necessarily than for the Global Cup. You might hear the rain off my window too, by the way. That's Ireland for you. Um, the other thing that they definitely could have done, maybe, and this is this one's contentious, right? And I actually don't know if this would have been better or worse. They could have communi They could have released the Global Cup a little bit earlier to give more time for people to join. Now, there's two sides to that. Can you hear that? No. Ah, oh, I'm sure people listening can, because this, maybe not. Anyway, the rain is proper in my ear. It's mad out there. Dog isn't getting walked today. The <laughs> uh, the Premier League and everything else was still going on up until the weekend before. So I understand why they might have wanted to hold off and, you know, not want to, like, try and compete with the hype of all that. Mm 
But equally, they could have had an extra week or two's build-up of people finding out. It, fe- it felt a bit like, here it is, it starts in nine days, let's go. Whenever it could have been like, here it goes, it starts right. in three weeks, let's go. But I understand why you want to wait for the World Cup hype. So I don't know, that's maybe just something that they definitely considered and decided to do the way they did it. Mm-hmm. Can you hear that? No. <laughs> I swear to God, in my... Honestly, in my life in Ireland, I've never heard thunder like that. Oh, really? I swear to God. Mad. One o'clock on Thursday for anyone in Ireland who wants to play along. Um, Josh, on to the next one. I'm so distracted here with the noise outside. I feel like the world's ending. Dazzer has said, what changes do you think will remain, be removed or added after the World Cup? Private leagues, promotion relegation leagues, new common competitions, points capping SO5 are a few suggestions. Talk about that while I look out my window. This is exciting. Okay, mate. Um, I think private leagues, private leagues are a good one to stay. I think. Uh, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think semi publicly that he hates doing gameplay stuff on Serodata, so that'll take some of like the um, the I don't know about pressure, but it'll take something away from Serodata having to do private leagues as well. I would think. So yeah, I think private leagues definitely um, would be a good feature for Serodata to keep, and I expect them to. I don't see any reason for them not to keep private leagues, to be honest. Um, the oh sorry what were these ones that said oh yeah points cap so five is something actually I did I did want to speak about because I think they've got a great opportunity here to revamp the underdog specialist like vibe you know, like those tournaments um, and make them more like the basketball um, the NBA like standard tournaments that they run over there basically the contender and the champion ones. Um, I think those tournaments are much better for gameplay mm. than the specialist ones because, you know, with your specialist tournament, you have to have someone with an L- well, you don't have to, but in order to like best optimize someone with L15 above 60, two below, obviously you have to have, and then and then two in the, in the middle, what have you. But I think with the the way they run the points cap on the 120 points cap on the L10s with um with with the nba i think is much better because it allows you to be much more creative with lineups whereas you can have like you know one superstar and four four shitters or you know <laughs> shitters, be much yeah. more be much more even with how you spread your points cap so i think i do think there's a, there's a good opportunity for so rare to be like you know the specialist and low competitions have been a success i don't think anyone can say they haven't they've been great um but now we're actually going to move it more to a points cap slash scenario whether you do both contender and champion like they have in the nba or you do something a little bit different or maybe just one tournament etc um and then yeah really nail the prizes in those divisions because we all know like specialist rare is just awful like someone i think came fifth in specialist rare last week and when a super rare won 0.07 like for coming fifth you know how many other thousand entrants um and then like yeah, again, underdog super rare. You can only win. You can only win super rare awards, and the max is tier one for for first normally. So, yeah, I think those. I think definitely keeping the points cap scoring. I would not replace the main game with it. I think football's gone too far for that. You're killing too yeah. much of the existing user base if you like just replace the main game with the points cap. Um, but yeah, def- I would definitely say a, a revamp for the underdog and specialist game modes to more of a point cap system um, would be a positive and something that I think would be good if if so rated. Yeah, they, they've done it. I mean, in the Global Cup now, we've seen this points cap, yeah. dollars cap, whatever you want to call it cap. 
and then even just within NBA as you say like this points cap I think it's it's a really fun way to play because there's many more strategies that go into it exactly um, as opposed to just as you say throwing in all your under 40 shitters under 45 mm-hmm. shitters and praying for a lottery ticket where one of them goes off and hits 100 in a week which can happen um so yeah it'd be interesting to see how they can revamp that but i think private leagues are 100 percent staying like that has to stay that will stay i think that social aspect's huge how they incentivize private leagues post global cup will be interesting or incent you know because i mean it's one thing us playing after the crack and you know between us and between our friends i'm sure people will do it and have like stakes on the line or have their own wagers between each other as people do with fpl so that will stay that will happen but like what i find for so exciting about the global cup is or not it's exciting for me but it's exciting in general i think how they came into it with their access with their real world stuff and went here's 50 tickets and 10 shirts and this isn't that you can give this away to people who win your league what if i can run a john ellis league each week and the winner every single week is going to get something quite nice that'll be fun and then obviously there comes the debates around who do they give the prizes to and that becomes its whole other political um negotiation whatever you want to call it drama but like i think it'll be really interesting to see like how those private leagues evolve and whether it is a case of getting twenty thousand people in a season long one or if it's a case of each week or whether it's a smaller kind of thing where friends will just enter that's from my perspective as like a content creator i can't wait to see how it works and even i'm thinking like i could do weekly a weekly private league where the winner wins all my limited rewards as opposed to doing it through the YouTube way I currently do it. Stuff like that, it, it, it makes it more, it makes it fun into how, how I can engage a community of mine. It, it's yeah. a fun thing, but also then, like, I wonder how, you know, the Global Cup's a very fun idea for a private league because it's a case of everyone's on a level playing field. They would need to really evolve the private league so that you could set very specific stipulations uh in terms of how someone can play or what if they enabled free to play private leagues where you could let people draft cards from any player and every player had a points cap each week maybe it gets messy with fixtures being a big player my point is it's very hard for me and you to play for free against someone who signed up and put 20 quid in regardless unless okay we all just use commons okay i haven't played the casual league since September 21 sucks probably. to be you I don't know <laughs> so I've got like seven common cards in my gallery yeah. but but yeah I totally see what you're saying it is very difficult to create a level playing field when you're not just all using the same pool of cards so, so well, maybe maybe that's not the problem maybe they're maybe not yeah maybe it isn't a case of everyone should play against everyone but anyway there's a bit of a rant about that I'm sorry I got so distracted by the weather but I've never heard something like that here um <laughs> that's all right man. is there anything else you'd like to cover um, don't think so. I think that's about it. Yeah, that's about it, it? Mate. Yeah, I think so. Guys, go and find Josh on Twitter at jforth12. And Josh, you put out some stuff on YouTube occasionally. Yeah, I do. I, it's, it's quite occasional, actually. Um, I, I've had a really busy work life since like September, so streams dropped off a little bit. But um, normally, when we're back to normal, so where we're so rare world, Craig, that's hard to say. Um, <laughs> I will, I would stream every Wednesday afternoon. So yeah, if you if you do want to check me out on YouTube, I think it's J Fourth Forty Four on YouTube. <laughs> um, so yeah, have a have a. Oh no, it's Josh Fourth Sora, I think. Yeah, Josh Fourth Sora on YouTube. Cool. So um, so yeah, check me out over there as well. Thank you. Have I put the wrong handle on your artwork? What's your Twitter handle? J Fourth Twelve. Oh, thank you are God. correct. 
Yeah, because I've seen 44. And you said 44, and I was like, oh, no. But um, look, go and, go and find Josh. Josh, thanks for your time. Guys, Do if you're watching on YouTube, drop a like, subscribe, blah, blah. Comment below um, with... What do we want them to comment below? Um, highest scoring player in match day two. Who's going to score the best in match day two? I love it. And then if you're listening, please do uh, leave a review. And everyone give it a wee push this week. Let all these new people know that we exist. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.